It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Holy Friday. (laughs) Here we go. Um, I found just anecdotal around here, and we've got some outlets out in front of us, and we've got a big Costco behind us. There weren't a lot of people lined up first thing in the morning, like there typically are on Boxing Day. You want to know why, though? I, I think most people are like myself, and I'd rather just do it online. And... Unless they have a special in-store offer, and some places, mind you, will for some of the biggest items like the flat-screen TVs and whatnot, you got to go there. Uh, but otherwise, everything's online. I did all my shopping during the morning show today. <laughs> yeah, you uh, is the boss. Listen to this regularly because I definitely bought a couple of things while I was working. You're a champ at that online but, shopping. Like I you mean, are just now. Nah, I can find it cheaper somewhere else. Like you have no chill. You will just. You're savage. And I did find it elsewhere. You know what I love, too, is the Google feature, the shopping feature. Do you use that often? No, not very often. Oh, I use it all the time. I just Google what I want and then click the shopping icon. And then every product that's on the internet with that title is listed. And then you just find the cheapest one just like that. Wow. Yeah, it's so easy. And then you just click the link, you buy it, you're done. It's great. Huh. Google for the win. Uh, It does seem like the Black Friday of TVs. I'm looking at some of them. By the way, Real Canadian Superstore. I, I'm sure that people buy TVs there. I just can't quite wrap my mind around it. That doesn't seem like where I go to buy a TV. It feels weird to go in and buy uh, uh, some skinless chicken breasts and a bucket of sour cream and a TV all in the same store. <laughs> that sounds like a good night, though. <laughs> I'd like that night. Isn't it a little weird? Um, yeah, they've got... It's like the year of 65-inch TVs. And the 65-inch TVs, that seems to be the line. If it's 55 or smaller or even 58 and smaller, you're paying like next to nothing. Mm -hmm. Like the prices are really, really cheap. If you want to go 65, that's where they start to get a decent amount more expensive. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, happy Black Friday shopping, everybody. Here's hoping you get what you want. Unless you're broke. But I have a feeling it's payday. It's the end of the month and it's Friday. So I got to think it's payday for a lot of people, which is good. We'll hold on to that. Uh, Welcome to the After 9 podcast. This is where we talk about whatever's on our mind, mainly the top stories of the day. And we do it completely uncensored. So if you're a new listener or a new subscriber, thank you for being a subscriber. Love seeing those numbers go up. We're going to play Missed Connections from our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat at the end of this podcast, but there's still a lot more things that we want to talk about. Number one, The Weeknd released a new song today, and that's the second one this week. And the first one, I hated. It was just more of The Weeknd sounding exactly like The Weeknd. In fact, I swear he put that same song out like three years ago. (laughs) But the one he put out today, Kat had a really interesting way to reference it. When I hadn't heard it, and she had, she said, it's... 80s futuristic. That seems like an oxymoron. It does. I know. And I and I knew that come, as it was coming out of my mouth, I understood that people would go, what the hell is this chick talking about? It's exactly 80s futuristic. Thank you. It's like if you were in the 80s looking at the future. Exactly. That's exactly what I had in mind. Think uh, Marty McFly, Back to the Future 2. That's, and that would be in the soundtrack to Back to the Future, the original. Flying Cars... With aha, take on me playing on the radio. That That's kind of thing. exactly yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. So if you haven't heard it, uh, download that. We have <laughs> Justin and Haley Bieber seem so fucking in love. Every day they post pictures of each other. I love you so much. I'm so thankful th- for you. Okay. Do you think that that's a like 
don't you wonder some, when some, sometimes when people post a little too much, a little overshare of their relationship, do you wonder why they do that? Do you think maybe they're overcompensating? Is that what you're suggesting? I always wonder that sometimes. Mm. And with some couples, it ends up being the truth. You end up finding out that they're splitting up or, you know, I'm talking like real life couples, like people I know that I'm like, is something going on here? Because you're posting about them like every other day. And sure enough, I find out there's trouble in paradise. Why lead us on though? Why make it seem like everything's great if it's not? I don't know. I think it's, again, it's another way to try to make other people look away from them, right? Like, oh, they're doing great. Everything's fine there. Which is weird in the first place because if people are really going to put a microscope on your relationship, then that's ridiculous. Or are they trying to post that picture specifically for the other person? If maybe him and her are about to break up and he starts going nuts about, oh, this is my beautiful wife. I love her so much. Thankful for her every day. Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe he's trying to salvage something there? Because I look at those pictures and think that's what love's supposed to look like. Good for them. I wanted Justin and Selena to get back together for a long time. I was one of the holdouts on that. And of course, that didn't happen. And then Haley came back in and boom, happy couple. And their wedding looked amazing, by the way. I'm still pissed off that we didn't get invited to that. I know. I feel like they should still do a wedding. They haven't done one in Canada on Canadian soil. They haven't done a ceremony, and they should. We're his morning show. Right? He he lives five minutes from here and listens to the beat in the morning. How do we not get an invite to the wedding? Well, I don't know. Actually, I guess there's a lot of people that listen to the beat that didn't invite us to their wedding. Yeah. What about everybody else? We are fabulous wedding guests. What's your problem, Kitchener, (laughs) Cambridge, and Waterloo? (laughs) Um, I had a great story in what you need to know today. They've finally, um, for those in the Toronto area, I know there's pot shops there, but in Waterloo region, there's zero. And they finally said some can open, but they have to go through this weird like 15 day public consultation and all sorts of stuff. So they finally put up the sign requesting comments from the public at one of the locations, the one that will go in Cambridge. There's another one that just wrapped up their consultation period. Uh, That one's on King Street in Waterloo. And for the life of me, I don't think they could have put up more roadblocks to opening up these pot shops. It's like they said, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Fine, you can do it. Go through all the red tape and hoops. Do no, it. You know what's so funny is that when you mentioned the Tokyo smoke. Tokyo this smoke. This morning. I've heard about this place and this thing happening for a while. So much so that I actually thought when you first talked about it that it was a restaurant opening. Because I'm like, what's the hoopla about with this Tokyo smoke? Because everyone's complaining it's not here yet. I actually thought it was like a meat, like a, a restaurant. No. It's a pot shop. It's a pot shop. I've been to the one in Toronto. But it's great. That's the thing is people people rave about this one. What is it about this particular one? Because I've heard people talking about it. Or maybe I just hang out with a lot of high people. I don't know. I think it's just the, well, it was one of the originals to open. Right. And they figured it out. They've got a pretty good system for selling their product. And uh, generally speaking, they're a fairly trusted name because they were one of the early adopters. So that's good. I, hey, listen, I'm not going to make any bones about it. I think... Pot shops should be allowed to open everywhere. Have at it. Yeah, why not? I don't understand why, why there's so much hoopla. I agree. This is a perfectly legal product that when used responsibly is condoned by the government and and we make tax revenue off of it. They should be open all over the place. Anybody who wants to get into the business should be able to get into the business. Same with booze, the LCBO, but don't even get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. This is the season, by the way. It's beginning. It's a, it'll start now where lines at the LCBO start to get a little bit longer. Yeah. 
You Absolutely. Know? And they're there with the Salvation Army collecting money. So don't forget to bring some change when you go to the LCBO. Some of them take a credit card and debit now. Do they? Yes, yes. I've heard that that's a new thing this year. Is it going to be in Kitchener-Waterloo where we are? I don't know. I heard some spots in Toronto for sure. But they're just starting it now because they do realize most people, you and me included, I think, don't carry a lot of cash on us all the time. Hang on. Let me see here. I usually make an attempt to. What do you got? One toonie. One toonie in you. my pocket. I, it's more cash than I have on me right now. I usually go to the bank every week to try to have cash for different reasons, just so I have it. But a lot of people are like that. So they carry their plastic and now they're able to take it. So if you want to swing by and if you see that there's a machine, great. Just throw a couple bucks on there or something. Whatever you can do. I'm a big fan of those places that offer cash back on debit purchases because bank machines are charging outrageous fees to take out money these days. You know, if you're an RBC client and you try and use a... Uh, TD Bank, the fee, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But if you try and use one of the no-name ones that they're putting in in like gas stations and stuff like that, $4 transaction fee to take out my money? Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Come on. They really get you, especially at the places where they know that people might make that last-second decision of, yeah, I'm going to take money out after all. Mm -hmm. Like the fucking casino. Generally speaking, I think most people know that I tend to be a fairly uh, conservative individual when it comes to my political beliefs. I am a conservative, but I would say that I am a progressive conservative in the true sense in that I'm very uh, liberal on my social views, but conservative on my financial views. Having said that, I am allowed to vote uh, for the conservative party when they have this convention that's coming up in April. And it's looking more and more like it's going to be a leadership race because everywhere Andrew Scheer goes right now, he's got more and more people telling him, get out, step down, step down. And the guy won't go. He's in Alberta tonight. He's going to give a speech where they say he's going to make a case for why he should stay on as leader of the Conservative Party. And frankly, I don't understand why. I don't know if you heard the announcement or not, but yesterday he appointed his shadow cabinet. And the person he appointed deputy leader is Leona Alislev, I think her name is. She's uh, an MP from Aurora. And I've actually met Leona. She's a very nice woman. But the thing is, she's only been a conservative since last September. She was a liberal when she got elected initially and crossed the floor to the conservatives. And for the life of me, I can't figure out what Sheer is thinking in appointing her as the deputy leader. This is a woman who ran and got elected the first time on Justin Trudeau's carbon tax pledge. Now she's going to stand there and criticize Justin Trudeau for implementing a carbon tax. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. One of the stupidest things I've ever seen and the latest in a long line of remarkably dumb, not thought out decisions. I, I just, I can't even. So if you're one of uh, my fellow conservatives listening to this podcast, uh, I'm team. He's got to fucking go. Are you Are you going to run one day? Do you want to run one day? People ask me that about you all the time. So I'm going oh, really? to put you on the spot. Every now and again, sure. Like, uh, what's, what's going on with Scott? He's, he seems like he's a very political guy. I, yeah, he I, is. I used to hide behind the fact that I can't run because all the seats are taken. And where I live in Milton, and this is unless I move to Cambridge, and I don't know much about the political landscape in Cambridge, to be honest with you. But in Milton, we've got a great MPP in Parm Gill, and we had an excellent MP in Lisa Raitt. So I always used to tell people, yeah, I'm going to run, but I can't because all the seats are taken. Now Lisa doesn't have a seat, and I don't know if she's going to stay on and run again in the next election. So I guess it really is time to make that decision. I, I, I should probably get on that, shouldn't I? Well, I'll, you I'll do also it. have a new job, which occupies a great a lot deal of, of time. my time. Yeah, 
It's it's. I'm here today until about uh, 11:30, and then I've got to work again from three till seven. On, That's right. On remote. You're in uh, Brantford today. Yeah, it's later on Black Friday. It's a big day for radio people. Absolutely. So, uh, I don't know. My big thing is is if I ran, I would run to win. And if I win, I wouldn't give up this job. And the reason I wouldn't give up this job is because I don't ever want to be the politician who needs the job and needs to be swayed by whatever just to keep a job. To me, career politicians are the worst. So I would be completely self-sufficient, not needing that salary, and therefore not easily influenced by the people who would try and influence a politician, i.e., you're going to be out of a job unless you do this. And there's far too many of them that kowtow to that. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, side gigs that we do in radio, it's a busy time for those who do voiceovers. And I do a lot of them. Now, I tend to do a lot of narration and e-learning. I don't do any of those. Basically, those online courses that you can take. They're so boring, man. I did one and then I can't. I have I taught can't. so many accountants over the years. It's fucking crazy. How do you not pull your hair out when you do those things? I actually find it really interesting. I've actually used some of the stuff that I do in the e-learning course to better my own financial situation. So it's very good. It's good, just good. very, very time consuming. You, on the other hand, do a lot more commercials. Mm-hmm. And when you're a girl with an excellent voice and you do commercials on the side... Around this time of year, you tend to get a lot of sex shops. I've done, literally yesterday, I did two, and today I got sent another one. And they're always kind of, I mean, you know, that's great. And the sex shops, I'm guessing this is their hottest time of the year. A lot of people have sex over the holidays. I think so. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people get it lonely. for their special someone, or they're lonely. Great point. Hey, maybe I'll go and grab myself great a... Great point. Gotta, I never thought of that. Gotta treat myself to a dildo on the way home. Sure. <laughs> It's a weird conversation to have with yourself, but it happens. That that has popped into someone's head before. Fuck, I'm tired. I could use a coffee and a vibrator right now. Why not? But it's true. The loneliness, the lonely factor, I didn't even think of until you said that. Must be it. I but, don't have anyone in my life. I could really use a butt plug right now. But it's one of those things when you voice these commercials. <laughs> stop. They want you to sound... A certain way. They want you to sound sexy. Yeah. And so that's fine. I've done these for many, many years, different companies. But, uh, yeah, some, you know, it's getting a little bit ridiculous. Like, uh, I had to somewhat sing, but not quite sing. Santa baby, slip red lingerie under the tree for me. Like, much sluttier than what I just did. And like 15 times just to make sure they got it right. Uh, I've been awful naughty. I've been a naughty girl. Those are my lines. And, ooh, hurry down the chimney tonight. Oh. Yeah. Can we stop sexualizing Santa first off? Thank you. Can we not do that? I mean, I think all the adults listening to this podcast understand how it works. But nonetheless, uh, can we just stop sexualizing Santa? Bad Santa, the movie, traumatized me. Well, fuck me, Santa. Fuck me, Santa. That, I I just can't ever since. That's a great movie, though. Billy Bob Thornton. So good. That was the best movie he's ever done that yeah. was the best role he's ever been in but he's yeah fantastic in that yeah all the sex shops run in the commercials and they all want they don't want me to come on and say vibrators 25 percent off get a uh, 10 uh, percent off yeah. butt plugs right here all your bonnet gear <laughs> on sale now they don't want that they want santa baby <laughs> think anal beads this christmas <laughs> 
<laughs> they don't want the they don't want ha- the that. hard sell. They don't want so a hard sell. Well, they want hard, but they don't want to sell. This is the thing, right? Now, if you're a car dealer that wants to unload a bunch of Mazdas over the holidays, <laughs> I'm your, your guy. I'm your fucking guy. <laughs> you want to unload some dildos? Cat's your girl. Hey, this is what we do. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> You're moving this weekend? I am moving this weekend. Officially going to be a Kitchener resident. and um, You're surprisingly uh, calm. I mean, most people are in full-blown panic mode. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I uh, I have two little kids, too, so that part sucks. Like, do your best. If you don't have kids yet, you're thinking about having kids, move now. <laughs> Before you have the all the children and the things. And there's so many logistics involved with what we're doing this weekend. And our plan is set. And we got the truck coming. Then we got deliveries. Because on top of that, you got to get new furniture for the new house. So then you got to, oh, and then you got to set up your new phone system and all these other things that you got to do. Phone. I don't even know I said that because I don't use home phone. But your new internet provider's coming. Anyway, so that's kind of the stuff that we're going to be dealing with this weekend. I think we're somewhat organized. But I, I don't know. I'll let you know Monday. I'm very curious to see how this goes. And I'm also pleasantly surprised that you haven't been hassling all your buddies to help you move. No. That's usually what happens when somebody moves. All hands on deck. Everybody that I went to high school with and that I've ever met in life needs to be at my place at 6 a.m. on Saturday. Don't worry. There's going to be free pizza and a 2-4. Yep. All right. Well, fuck me. I don't want to help you move. No, I, I don't want to. Uh, I know that it's one of those things, right? You, other people help you and it's great, but then you have to keep in mind you got to help them and we're busy people and we don't really have a lot of time to do that. So this time I just said, let's just hire the movers and they're terrific in that they will tear down your stuff. They will disassemble the beds and assemble them at the new place. Wow, that's and a good mover. Absolutely. Fantastic. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to not having to do any of that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you have a great time. Uh, you get out of here. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go. I got many things to do. Uh, missed Connections, a replay from right now. Thank you, by the way, to everybody who downloaded the podcast in November. I know we're at the end of the month. Brand new record. I mean, holy cow, we've never had that many downloads in a month. So we appreciate you, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, there's more archived editions being released this weekend. So go back and listen to... I think we're into the 50s that we're going back to this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all the reminders we have to do. I think so. Hit subscribe. Leave us a review and... Enjoy this Friday edition uh, that aired on 91.5 The Beat of Misconnections. We're going to tell you about people looking for other people and they can't find them. So they put the story online trying to lure them out. Get them to contact them. This first one is from a listener. Oh, I love that. Who sent it in. Uh, It happened at the Listowel Zares. 6 p.m. Wednesday, November 27th. I saw this super cute guy at the grocery store last night, and I'm kind of kicking my own ass for not approaching him. We saw each other a few times, made eye contact, like sexy eye contact. He even looked back at me a few times. We locked eyes when you were at the meet, again near the frozen foods, and when I picked up my nan bread. We were both in our dirty work clothes, I stood behind you at the checkout, but I was too nervous to say a thing. Your meat looked good. Your steak, I mean. It's a handsome steak you got there. It's a good slab of meat. Huh. Sounds like she was pretty interested. I don't know why she didn't say something. Just give him a little tappy on the shoulder, like, hey. Can you tap? You do that? Like your meat? Um, Okay, so... Double standard, absolutely, but I feel like a woman can get away with it. A woman can do it, a guy maybe not. Probably not. If he gives you a little tap on the shoulder, that's probably weird. If she does it, <laughs> Don't though, touch me. Like, hey. 
What are you doing? Don't touch me. If we took your steak and mixed it with my naan, mm. this could be a good good Wednesday. <laughs> Happy hump day. It's a good new meal. You know the old Nan steak special. <laughs> Okay, well, hey, I hope you find him. I hope he's out. I hope he's listening right now. That would be amazing. Listowel's heirs is where that happened. This next one is called my. I wonder what the steak selection in Listowel's like. Apparently, it's while. better than the one in in my neck of the woods because I haven't found a delicious steak in my location. You haven't seen a piece of meat where you thought gotta have it, right? There's those ones that just look super good. Like you know, that's the one. That's the one. That's I the want. you and I were meant to be together. Yeah. It's a misconnection for me. Uh, this one's called my server in quotations, man for woman. How do you use quotations on server? They're either a server or they're not. Well, let me explain further. Okay. You used to be a stripper before you were a waitress. Before I'd met you. You have big augmented breasts and about 10 years older than I. We met a few times after you waited on me at my favorite restaurant. You used to offer additional services for special clients like me. At the restaurant? It was a great adventure that took place in the back room. I really enjoyed our times together. You'll remember what we had to order so that we got that, quote, special lunch that you offered. Let me know what that was so I know this is actually you. You were fired out of nowhere. Why? And, and I'm not sure where to find you. I don't think he's being fired out of nowhere if you're having sex with people for money in the back room. <laughs> out of nowhere. What a shock. Wait, you can get fired for that? <laughs> it's time to start a union. Let's walk out. Everybody, it's stage a walkout and protest. <laughs> so this girl, she's a dancer. She's a dancer. So I guess you... Decides, oh, you know, I'm going to take a step back. I'm just going to go yeah. into the regular hospitality industry. I'm going to serve some drinks and some meals, and that'll be my future for the next little while. But a little side hustle never hurt anybody. Make a little bit of, bit of money here. How did it start is my question. I mean, you have to order a special lunch. What do you think it was? And was did, it- did words circulate about that? Like, hey, if you go to this restaurant and say you want the... <laughs> sausage on a bun or something like that. She just takes you in the back room for a... The poor SOB that actually wanted a sausage on the bun. It's like, where are you taking me? What's happening? Ah! Vagina! And how did she get caught? It seems like the perfect crime. How did she get caught and get fired for that? The cook in the back is like, what? Okay, something's going on here. No, just, just another you know client that wants a tour of the back room. The owner must have been like, how come all the other servers do about $300 in sales and you do 3000 How come every guy that comes in here wants to sit in your yeah, section? Yeah, what, what is it about that? Do you eat first and get the handy after that? or You take a lot of washroom breaks on your shift. What is happening? You always have stuff in your hair. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's strange. It's a little disheveled. Hey, little he flies down again. What's going on there? <laughs> How do you work that out with your employer? Listen, I don't want to accuse you of anything, but we've heard some reports that you're taking customers in the back room and charging them for a little extra service. Can't do that here. This is just a regular run-of-the-mill Swiss chalet. <laughs> 
Yeah, we've been hearing you've been taking it in the back room, and that's just a problem for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know you might think that's okay. However, uh, it's not. Not allowed to do that. That's great. By the way, I don't know if it was a Swiss chalet or not. It doesn't say the restaurant. <laughs> uh, I'm just speculating about restaurants that I enjoy. I get what you're thinking, though. <laughs> I get what you're thinking. All right. A little rotisserie in the back. Yep. <laughs> you know, I wasn't gonna go. I wasn't gonna say it. I was just doing the rotation motion. Uh-huh. I'm just thinking. <laughs>